So today is the 9th of October, 2021. We come together with the intent to train our minds. And this mind, what we call mind or citta, is the knowing element whose function is to know uh, sense impressions of all the various types. And a mind that has mindfulness and wisdom uh, won't suffer. But a mind with without mindfulness and wisdom, or little mindfulness and wisdom, will experience suffering. And the cause of this suffering is uh, ignorance, craving, and attachment. Avicca, tanha, upadana. So we see that sometimes we have a lot of mindfulness and wisdom, and sometimes we just have a little. Why is this? We see that uh, an easy way to understand this issue is uh, to consider the uh, kind of blessings that we're born with, which in Thai we call the blessings of heaven, or the blessings that we have to seek out and work for, which are called the, in Thai the blessings of seeking. So these two things, the blessings uh, from heaven, which are our uh, talents and skills and blessings we're born with, or the blessings of seeking, which are that which we work for in the present life, uh, both these things have value. So the blessings that we're born with, uh, or the blessings of heaven, this is uh, happiness, uh, goodness, uh, growth and abundance that we have. And this comes from spiritual virtues, from parami, from merit that we've built in the past, from past lives. Merit from past cultivation of generosity, uh, virtue and meditation. And when one has these uh, blessings that one is born with, then one, when one makes effort, then one can be uh, better or more skilled than others. One may study in just in a short time, they're already good at that subject. Or in the world of sports, they're very good at that sport in just a short time. Or they may be a very good singer or actor or artist, and they are better than others. They may, they may be the best in a country or in the world and so on. And they're easy to train, easy to teach. They study quickly and easily. So this is called the blessings from heaven, the blessings we're born with. Or perhaps one is a very skilled cook and one can taste a little bit of a certain dish and they already know what all the ingredients are and they're able to make that dish themselves. But we see that these, the blessings from heaven that we're born with come from the blessings of seeking, the blessings of seeking that one has done in the past. Because if we don't have something already, then we have to seek it out. And then through this seeking, then we gain the blessings of seeking. So we may not yet have the blessings uh, from heaven that we're born with, but we have the blessings from seeking, from making effort in the present. So one may train themselves, have effort in their studies in a certain subject, and they're able to be good at that subject because of their 
applying themselves to it, their sincerity in, in that study, and their patient endurance in that study as well. So they have effort in their study, and that subject or in their work, and then they're able to achieve and succeed in that. Or there's some who may be born into a family of goldsmiths where perhaps both the parents are goldsmiths. And so a child of that family will have studied goldsmithing since a young age. They don't study in university, but they study ever since they're young, and then they're able to be good at that and make things that are beautiful and well-made. So this is the fruit that comes from seeking, because such an individual has put forth effort into that subject, and they train to the fullness of their ability. Or perhaps one uh, gives rise to wisdom, and that wisdom arises uh, from past cultivation and past lives. And then if we have this wisdom arise uh, since the past, then we're born into a new life. And then we have to put forth the effort of seeking to get the blessings from seeking. And then having made the effort to seek things out, then we get the blessings from heaven arise in ourselves in the present. Then we're able to study and understand easily and such a person is considered a fortunate person, someone with good luck. And so someone like this, if they don't know a subject or they're not skilled in a certain area, but they put, them, they put forth effort and they study that subject, then they're able to know that subject. They need to use patient endurance and effort in this. So we see that a good person or a skilled person has a high degree of effort. Even if someone has uh, the blessings of heaven that one's born with, to become the best in the world, one must train a lot, one must train very hard until they become the best, until they become very good at that, whatever that is. So we have to understand these two elements of the blessings of heaven and the blessings of seeking we can see this uh, and apply this to the realm of Dhamma practice as well. We can see, for instance, in the time of the Buddha, there are many people that realized arahantship or noble discipleship, such as stream entry. And these are individuals that were born with the blessings of heaven already in their hearts, that they had already trained their minds a lot in the past. And they trained themselves a lot in the past in many different lifetimes. And in those past lifetimes, it was very difficult. They put forth a lot of effort, went through a lot of trials and tribulations until they were able to achieve good results and become skilled in Dhamma practice. And they would be reborn in the heavenly realms, then come back down to be born as humans again until their parami was full and complete and they were able to listen to the Buddha at that point and then realize noble discipleship, such as stream entry or arahantship, full enlightenment. So we reckon this as old parami, parami from the past. So some people may wonder um, or may think, well, if they've ordained before someone else, 
then why does this person who has been a monk for a shorter time, why do they have more knowledge or understanding? Or why do they see the Dhamma before us? And this is because we're just looking at this present lifetime only. And in this present life, we all want to know the Dhamma, to understand the Dhamma. We all want to realize Nibbana. So we seek out a great teacher uh, to teach us and train under. But we have to understand that one who has uh, good mindfulness and wisdom is able to realize fruits of the practice uh, quickly than they have old spiritual virtues from the past. There, there even can be children that have a lot of spiritual virtues and they're able to achieve uh, more than us or achieve more quickly than us as well. So this is an example. So therefore we must have hearts that are humble and to rejoice and be happy with the good fortune of others, with the merit and happiness of others, to have rejoicing and happiness with those who have the blessings of heaven, the blessings that they're born with. And one with the blessings of seeking can succeed in various subjects or arts. And we can see that in the world, those who are the best in the world in various uh, subjects or topics, uh, they have a foundation from the past and they put forth effort in the present and they're able to achieve uh, very well. So for Dhamma practitioners, those that are born with the blessings of heaven, we don't know how much they've cultivated in the past. We don't know to what degree they're born with uh, these innate blessings from the past. But whatever the case is, those who have sincerity and really apply themselves are able to achieve uh, results, achieve good results. If one has effort in the present, uh, then it's not difficult. And one can realize the uh, blessings of seeking as well. And so when we have this old merit, then we can become uh, very excellent or skilled to the point where our parami is full. And if someone has mostly old parami and doesn't do any new parami, or they have uh, old merit and they don't make new merit, uh, this happens as well. We can look, for instance, at the uh, father-in-law of Lady Wisaka, the foremost uh, female lay supporter of the Buddha during the time of the Buddha. And so after she was married, she moved in with her in-laws and she was uh, with her father-in-law one particular time, one morning when a monk, a Buddhist monk came on alms round and he stood there uh, to receive alms. But the father was not uh, interested in giving alms to that monk. And so Lady Wisaka told that monk, uh, Venerable Sir, please uh, move on. In this house, we're just eating old food here. And the father-in-law was very offended by this statement of Lady Wisaka because he was a 
incredibly wealthy man and he would only eat the most uh, fresh and best quality food. He would never eat old food at all. Anytime there was old food, he would just throw it away because he was accustomed to a very uh, affluent lifestyle. So hearing Lady Wisaka say this, they got into a conflict. But in the end, the father-in-law saw that uh, she spoke correctly. Eating old food meant he was eating the results of old merit, but he wasn't making any new merit. So he was simply consuming the fruits of past uh, merit that he had done. And if in this life we don't do any new merit, then our old merit runs out. So in this life, may you do merit as well, have effort in doing goodness, become skilled in doing goodness, and generosity, virtue, and meditation. For instance, we can all, we can all practice uh, chanting. And for instance, some children can be good at chanting, become excellent at it. Then they grow to like that chanting. And the child can also rely on the uh, efforts of their parents or their teacher to help them understand how to practice, how to make their minds still. And even for children, it's possible that their minds can reach stillness. So this is an old merit. And it's using this merit in order to succeed in the present. And so it's possible that parents can train their children to become uh, still and become excellent at this. And so in our Dhamma practice, when we have old merit, then we can have faith arise, faith in doing generosity and practicing virtue. And then if we have mindfulness and wisdom, or if we've done mindfulness and wisdom before, then this can make it easier uh, to do in the present. But if we don't practice in the present, if we don't do any more generosity, virtue, mindfulness, or wisdom, then these things degrade. Because we haven't yet gone beyond the world, and so these conditions can degrade if we don't uh, make effort in the present. So therefore, make effort to train your minds in the present as well. If you have uh, not very much merit from the past or comparatively little uh, blessings from heaven that you're born with, but you still have faith, faith in the arahants like Lumpuman and Lumpucha, then may you practice with full sincerity, practice to the fullness of your ability and wholeheartedly uh, practice the Dhamma. Uh, chant regularly, contemplate points of Dhamma regularly, and practice to follow these teachings, to follow the path of generosity, virtue, and meditation. And in the end, you can become skilled in the practice. This is something that one is capable of doing to become excellent and skilled. And then you can become a person that's considered fortunate, a person with good luck. So may you train in this, have patient endurance, have effort, and don't, uh, don't give up, but keep putting forth effort. 
make it a character trait in yourself, make it a habit uh, to put forth effort, to patiently endure, and to not give up. And if you've done this in the past, then do it again in this life as well. And in terms of meditation, meditation requires uh, more effort than other uh, things that we do in the world. So if we want to achieve something in the world, a worldly uh, goal, that we have a certain goal, and we have a kind of momentum that uh, brings us to that goal, but this uses, uh, in addition to our effort, it uses the qualities of ignorance, craving, and attachment as well, and then we're able to succeed in that worldly goal. And we can succeed in that worldly goal then. But in terms of Dhamma practice, we're going against the current of the world. We're going against the mind that's deluded. For instance, generosity goes against the current of clinging and selfishness. And to practice virtue is even more difficult because one must patiently endure and go against the flow of all the various habits that aren't in line with sila, that aren't in line with virtue. And so these currents that we're going against are very strong currents, and it's hard to go against them. It's hard to walk against the current, which we can know from experience of walking against a strong current of water or a very strong wind. It's something that's hard to do. But we all want to go with the flow of the Dhamma, to see the Dhamma. And to see the Dhamma means that one has practiced against the flow of the world, against the current of the world. And so, so this is something that's harder to do than worldly things. It's harder to do than normal. So therefore we have to have a lot of patient endurance, a lot of effort, a lot of mindfulness, more than we usually require. And this uses a lot of patient endurance as well. It's something that's not easy to do. So we see that the blessings of seeking and the blessings of heaven, we see how they're different. And these blessings, they come from uh, old merit, the blessings of heaven that we're born with. It's easy to study. We get this kind of happiness, which is, we can call a heavenly happiness. We feel this happiness already, and so it's not difficult, or it doesn't feel difficult. But in the beginning, in order to get the blessings of heaven, we have to get the blessings of seeking first. The blessings of heaven is like having food in front of us already. It's easy, we just uh, pick it up and eat it. This is for someone with merit from the past, who has the blessings of heaven but someone who's in a difficult situation, who's born with seemingly little uh, blessings from the past or blessings of heaven, and they're in a hard situation, they're able to achieve and progress in their life just the same. They have to have effort without ceasing, patient endurance uh, without ceasing, and to have effort, uh, which is what Lung Pu Cha taught, to have effort without stopping. They need to uh, practice the seeking to get the blessings of seeking. 
the need to seek out and work, seek out material wealth, seek out wisdom. And the seeking, if we keep doing it, then in the end, if we practice and have effort without stopping, then we must reach our goal. We must know and see the Dhamma in the end. So therefore we contemplate all materiality and mentality as impermanent, stressful and not self in order to let go. And this is knowing and seeing the Dhamma. So these blessings of heaven and blessings of seeking, these two terms are different, but we understand the meaning is that we seek in the present. We have the effort to seek in the present and we get fruits in the future. We get the blessings of heaven in the future. And this future could mean tomorrow, it could mean next year, it could mean many years from now. And so these blessings from heaven are things that we, are blessings that we receive from seeking, from effort that we've done in the past, from the blessings of seeking that we've done already. And this way we're able to become uh, the best. So may you be intent in this May you all succeed and set your hearts in this practice.